This is the What Happened Next podcast in association with iPlaySafe, a secure and verified way to find out and share your STI status with partners. You can find out more information at iPlaySafe.app online or go into their socials at, at iPlaySafeApp. Smashed it. There we go. Oh, um, episode six, I think we're on. So Manchester Pride 2021 was actually a very a very scary time for me. Um, I remember looking back on it. Um, I went with incredibly high hopes. Obviously, we'd been through a couple of lockdowns, like three at that point. Um, and I'd never been to a Pride before. And I was like, oh my God, you know. I'm actually in a really wonderfully, for the most part, confident place with my identity and my sexuality. I've lasted all my life somehow without being attending a Pride. So maybe this year's the year. So let's make a really, really fun time of it. Um, so we got like a, a hotel with a friend and we planned to be there for the full four days and to really make a go of it. And in all honesty, the first night was really fun. The first night was really fun. I met a couple of people out that I knew vaguely of from either TikTok or just Instagram or, do you know what I mean? Just general chatting to here and there and becoming pals with. Um, and I, w- I actually started started the weekend on the Thursday, I think it was, on quite a high. And then it was just it just went downhill really fast. It went downhill really fast. Um, I just constantly had people um, kind of coming to me and talking to me, which is a really inherently wonderful thing. And looking back, it's really nice that people recognised me and people saw something of value or something to appreciate in me and decided to come and tell me it was lovely but at the time I'd been through you know months of therapy and I'd kind of understood or begun to understood where a few of my issues around anxiety and you know sensory overload kind of lay and the the idea that people that were around me in this place that I'd come to escape from my daily life from the idea that these people knew of me and knew that I had HIV and had seen God knows what of me because you can't control the content that people see when it's out there um, was just really scary. I had no idea if any of these people knew of me. I, I had no idea who any of these people were. And the playing field felt, felt very uneven. It felt very uneven that... You know, I was so unaware and people were potentially around me so aware of me. Um, It didn't feel like I could relax once I kind of realized that was quite a high possibility because of how many people were coming up and talking to me. Um, And you have the kind of the kind of daunting, scary idea as well that some of these people could be people that don't like you and they could be the people that are in your comments telling you all these horrible things and do you know what I mean? Like, not everyone around you is your friend. That's one thing that I definitely had learned and did learn uh, on the weekend at Manchester Pride that definitely not everyone is your friend. Um, And it was just really scary. It was really scary. You know, there were people that were treating me like I was some kind of celebrity, dare I say it. Um, And that for me was terrifying, you know, the idea that these people could just follow me on Instagram or TikTok and all of a sudden have all this access to information that, yeah, I'd willingly put out there, but I didn't realise it was going to come back and 
uh, reciprocate. I didn't. I didn't realize that it was going to come back and manifest in this way. You know, I didn't realize that it would be at some point inescapable because I'd go f- through it. I'd, I'd go far enough with it that it was going to be there wherever I went. It was a really, really strange thing. You know, I think most people, especially today, go through some kind of era of wanting social media fame or some kind of social media gravitas or platform. Take it from me, it's hell. It's hell. Um, there's nothing more, nothing more that I want than to just go off the grid for a few months and spend some time with some close friends and loved ones and dare I say enjoy a romance or even fall in love. Um, I really do crave. I do. I really do crave a life offline. Um, which is a funny thing, I guess, for a creator to be saying, dare I say, influencer, um, which seems to be the case. Um, now seems to be an umbrella term that I, I found myself falling under. Um, and I kind of realized throughout all of this, uh, this weekend, um, that I had been working nonstop and this was my first weekend off and that's why I was so daunting and everything everything that's why everything was so daunting and scary and I was so terrified because it was the first real chance that I'd given myself to enjoy myself and I was so burnt out from working over time especially on TikTok and online and 24-7 doing socials but also I couldn't really spend time off because people people around me knew me and I realized that I'd been creating a life that seemed really good on TikTok and looked really good online, but in actual reality, wasn't that amazing or didn't feel like as amazing as it everyone else around me seemed to think it was. Um, you know, it was a it was a strange a strange weekend of a lot of realizations, I will say. But I got through it and I, I did it and I actually ended up leaving early. I left on the Sunday daytime. I was meant to be leaving on the Monday. Um, but I left a day early just because I kind of felt like I'd done the weekend and there was nothing else to it. Um, and I did meet a couple of people that weekend that I really, really enjoyed meeting and would love to see again and, you know, um, I've become pals with since, etc. Um, but I just don't think, I don't think prides are for me. I don't think prides in that headspace was for me. And even now, not, I'm not sure, like I'm recording this episode right now, right? Um, as Leeds Pride is going on somewhere. Um, and it might be a conversation to be had of, do I have some duty to be at Pride? And, you know, what, do, what does Pride stand for? And what do I stand for? And get over yourself, Jay. But I've, I'm really learning to follow my own path on this journey. I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I can give from this podcast is to follow your own path, you know, follow your own string. Trust your intuition. Um, it's one thing that I've I've done all my life, and it's one thing that I've has seen me walk out of countless jobs and countless opportunities that people around me are looking at and going, "What an idiot! What a stupid movies making!" And I've just been there and gone, "No, this isn't this isn't the right way." I've I I don't feel I don't feel it here. I don't feel warm. I don't feel inspired. I don't feel right. I don't feel the spark, the electricity, the excitement, the the, the, I just it just doesn't feel it doesn't click it doesn't click this decision I'm not on the path that I'm supposed to be on and I know that by taking myself off this path I'm gonna get on the right path and that is something okay so I went on a date last year just before um, I dated someone briefly um, last year the back end of last year and I 
went on a date just before I met this person um, that I eventually dated for like three months. And I went, I got to the bar. It was a first date. Got to the bar and I was like, oh my God, nope, this is a bad idea. And I was like, this isn't anxiety. This is, you're not meant to be on a date. You're not meant to be doing this right now. And luckily at the time I lived very, very close to the bar. So I just turned around and went home and made an excuse and texted him. And we never met up. I've never seen the guy in my life. I've never met him. Um, it was a very brief period last year when I had Tinder. Um, and then lo and behold, like a week later, I ended up going on a date with someone who I ended up seeing for three months. And I was like, ha, ah, there we go. That's why you were supposed to go on a date. Because silly, silly boy, this was, this was the person you were meant to be dating right now. Um, and there's been so many, so many occasions throughout my life where silly little things like that have happened where I've gone, even this year, even this year, so many decisions um, where you feel like you're knocking on a closed door, right? And you can either stand there and keep knocking and entertain yourself and play a little tune on the door with your knocks and just have a laugh and pass the time. Or you can carry on and look for a door that is going to open or try and find your door. Um, or the next door that you're supposed to walk through, I guess, is is the best analogy of, of that. Um, and that's all that I've really tried to do. Um, and all that I have done throughout my life and all that I am doing is trying to find the right doors to walk through that are for me. Um, and sometimes I've definitely walked through a door that is not meant for me, um, or pushed it when it's been a jar and forced myself into it when I know that it's not been for me and I've gone, I know this is a bad decision, but fuck it. Um, and that can be fun here and there, but it grows tiring. Do you know what I mean? It really grows tiring. And so now I'm really actively and consciously trying to do the right thing for my future self, for my present self, for the, just everything, just for the best, the best self. Um, because that's what I want. I want the best for myself. And that doesn't have to be the most grand or the most glamorous. And it most likely isn't. Um, but what's best for me is what feels good and what feels right. Uh, more importantly, should I say, what feels right is what's best for me. And I, I think I've got a pretty good, pretty good um, gauge of understanding what's right for me, um, especially at the minute. Um, I've completely lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? Because. Oh yeah, so I, I, I did date someone for a couple of months last year and that was my first real foray into dating since just like the beginning, like lockdown, the first lockdown 2020. Um, like the first person that I actually maybe gave a little bit of a shit about um, and cared for a little bit. And it took me off guard because I wasn't intending to meet someone and my relationship with Leeds was all over the place at the time and my career was all over the place and there was a lot that I was dealing with and, you know, there was a lot that I was in flux with. That's, I kind of always am and I guess always, everyone always is. Um, but I dated someone for a couple months and it didn't really didn't really go amazing um, at all. It, it went well here and there, but looking back, it... Uh, it didn't. It didn't make me feel anything. Um, if anything, it didn't make me feel anything good. Mostly, unfortunately, unfortunately, there was one. There was one day where I kind of realised it wasn't going to lead anywhere, and basically, it was the day that I found out I was going to be on the cover of um, GT's Amplify December issue. Um, I was in the the Sky Dot Positive, and there was a big feature of the of the documentary, and the, some of the people that were in the documentary. Um, uh, there was me, there was Mark Thompson, and there was Jonathan Blake. Um, and we were all three of us on the cover of GT Amplify. And I got 
the email on the day of my third, fourth, fourth date with this person, right? Just after we'd kind of had the conversation on our third date about deleting dating apps and not wanting to see anyone else and focusing on each other. And so when I got that that email, I was elated. I know I've been sat on this bench, sat on this bench just near Leeds uh, City Hall or Town Hall, whatever it's called. Um, and we met there and we were sat down talking and he'd been away for a few days, right? Been away for the weekend or something stupid like that um, on a night out. Um, and it turned out that he'd gone and like slept with it, slept with, <laughs> I can't even say it, I can't even say it, it's so embarrassing. Um, he went and slept with his ex on this weekend and that really fucking crushed me because like I said, I, I hadn't really felt feelings for anyone for a while and I was maybe starting to potentially start to feel something, you know, I'm very, very picky with who I choose to date and I'm very selective and, you know, I was really enjoying getting to know someone and I was if anything I was just incredibly optimistic incredibly optimistic that after a very boring placid year of no sex and no dating and all work and no play um that someone had come along and potentially had a little bit of a little bit of excitement that could have could have brought me a little bit of something something and I could have had a, a bit of an adventure with and so for to get this far through the year and the year almost be over and my career felt like at the time it was really hitting its stride you know the sky dock was about to come out i was on the fucking cover of gt um there were a few little things like that there was a lot of press around this documentary so there was like loads of papers that i was in there was loads of articles that i was writing myself and there was loads of promo tiktok content that i was doing and i really felt like i was starting to hit a new era and a new stride and so for my personal life to just for me to for me to venture out and actually try and have a bit more of a pencil for me to venture out and try and have a bit more of a personal life only to very very quickly within the first couple of weeks you know find out that it wasn't what I thought it was and the real the real kicker is that I kind of I asked the question of when I because I didn't know that he was off to see his ex he just said he was off to see mates and then he came back and was sat on his bench before our date and he was like oh yeah it was actually my ex that I went to see and I I knew that I'd kick my... I, I've learned now that you need to ask these kind of questions that you don't want to ask. And I was like, well, did you have sex? And I was told that they did have sex. And then I was told that I should have expected it. And I was like, what? Um, and the answer I got was, it was bound to happen. And I was just like, was it bound to happen? Like, I... I manage to not sleep with people if I don't want to sleep with someone. You know, I can quite happily go and stay at someone's house and not sleep with them. You know, the whole the whole point is that I have self-restraint and I don't want to sleep with them. Um, Mad went on off, off on a tangent there, but that I, I, I'm trying to refrain from telling personal stories in this podcast series and make it more generalised, but that's one thing that really shook my confidence, especially, you know, like, like I said, it, it was something that really not set me back, but something that really made me reassess um, my goals regarding dating and relationships and just, you know, all the, all the kind of years work that I'd done into making myself vulnerable was just kind of uh, put back into dust in that minute. And so I just, I just closed off emotionally and we, we still dated for a couple more months um, and we still kept seeing each other and going out and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, but from that point onwards, I really just, I just couldn't be asked, And I was just like, well, if that's the level, if we're going to have a level three, you know, I was going to this with a potential 10 down the line somewhere. But if the most, 
you want to give me as a three right from the beginning, then it's the most you're going to get. You know, it's it's one of those things where the key the key foundation of any any relationship in my life is friendship. Okay, and it seemed like a bit of a dick move, um, regardless of whether it was explicitly said that we were exclusive, exclusive, or you know that we had a don't fuck your ex rule, which we didn't. Um, but it's just it's just something that I wouldn't have done. It's something that I wouldn't have expected someone to do to me, and someone that I expect that I trusted and supported and liked and fancied. I I wouldn't have ever done that to someone if I felt about them the way that I felt. And so it just made me realize that that person didn't feel about me or even close to me. Um, close about me. Oh wow! It made me realize that, that person didn't even feel remotely close um, about me the way I felt about them. Um, and so I just kind of vamped for a couple of months and uh, entertained my time and then, um, got them something for, I got, got, we, we did Christmas presents, right? We did Christmas presents. Um, but, um, I never actually picked up my Christmas present because we kind of had finished seeing each other over that new year period. Basically they went to a different city to their home for Christmas. And then when they came back, they were like, Oh, I've got your Christmas present. And I was like, I just don't want it. I was like, you know, you've already had yours, I think, before Christmas. Um, oh, no, it was just, it was after Christmas. We had, like, one last night and date before New Year's. Um, and then they tried to give me my Christmas present after after New Year. And I was just like, I don't want it. It doesn't mean anything to me. I didn't even know what it was. I still, to this day, don't know what it was. And that's the only thing that's a little bit, like, a little bit on my mind. Because, you know, for a minute... Okay, if we're gonna be completely honest, and you're gonna, we know we're on episode what fucking six now, so we're getting a little bit, a little bit intimate with each other. If you want my honest truth, I think I was really hurt because I liked that person, um, and it was the first time, like I said, in a long time that I'd actually been interested and taken aback, and saw something really exciting and someone, something that really lit me up a little bit um and so I think I was just hurt when I said I didn't want the Christmas present and lashed out and said you can keep it I don't need it um but they did and they didn't fight me for it so I don't know my Christmas present is out there at some point um god knows what it was I guess maybe I'll find out I think I think if there is some kind of afterlife or experience afterwards I think that's one of the questions that I'd want to ask is what was that Christmas present <laughs> do you ever have a list of like things you want to know that you've never been that you'd, you know like things that you just you, you just don't know that you'd love to know um you know like fucking oh, there's so much right like aliens and shit like that like that would be one of my questions is what was that christmas present in 2021 um and if it's something really nice and cute and sentimental i would have kicked myself but at the same time i don't know what if it would have been that um but anyway i digress um so i finished Why are we on? How have we got to twenty at the end of twenty twenty one already? That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I finished twenty twenty one in in a very strange state because I was I was really on a high career wise, um, and it was really on a low personally. Um, and I 
as much as was going right in my career, you know, with an online career and with this kind of whole social media thing, it's very easy to feel like you have to constantly keep churning out stuff, otherwise you're going to fall off the radar. And that's exactly how I felt. Um, which when I was going through all this crap behind the scenes of, you know, um, my flat, basically, my, my, I had problems with my flat at the time because my landlord was changed the lease so that I would have to pay double or find someone else to live there um, because it was a two-bedroom and it was only pay per bedroom. Um, and just they just had such trouble filling the second bedroom that I just ended up getting my rent for like half price, basically, the full flat for the price of one bedroom. Um, so for, in the end, at the beginning of October... Um, I found out that they were going to change it in, um, just before Christmas. And I was like, absolutely not. I was like, change it after New Year. At least give me until the New Year to decide whether I want to stay. If I can find someone, like, don't do it just before the Christmas period. Again, that's a bit of a dick move. Um, so I had, this, hold, I had all this stuff in my flat going on. And all this personal relationship, relationship dating drama going on. At the same time that my career was really kicking off. And there was all this World AIDS Day 2021 coverage. And the Sky Dock launched in December. And all of this... Um, and I just, I started the new year, I started this year, 2022, so frazzled and so unsure and so unsteady with just foundations that just didn't, didn't, weren't solid, weren't solid. Um, and it really, it really led me into a tricky place. It really did. 